Hi everybody, welcome to the to the Low Flow podcast. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about streamer burnout, game toxicity, and we've got some super interesting topics uh, around Mars and intelligent life. Let's get into it. You saw yesterday. You already know, I guess, kind of what uh, what I've been looking at this week. I don't know where that fits in in today's podcast. That that video you're talking about? Yeah, the video, and then um, there's been like uh, because of that video, um, there's like a few other a few other like very large streamers uh, came out and kind of did their own like response to that kind of like. Uh, yeah how it feels from from their perspective there's like one guy who he's pretty big but he's still got like a full-time job there's another guy who like this has been his job for like eight years and so the other people added their perspective too it's pretty interesting so what so what video was this i'm i didn't see the stream last night um so there's a there's a streamer named so mad uh who's been He's been streaming since uh since it was like justin tv um mm-hmm. and he's a path of exile streamer and he mm-hmm. he just quit uh streaming and path of exile but streaming mainly mm-hmm. um and it kind of goes over his reasoning for it um oh. and kind of uh like both the reasoning for for the, for quitting the game but also the reasoning for quitting streaming um mm-hmm. I mean basically uh you know we we all know uh like when you turn stream off it's not like you're not quite done with being like a member of your own community you know like even if you're not streaming you're still being a streamer the rest of the day kind of thing right like whether it's like hanging out on someone else's channel chatting with them answering people's questions and DMs uh just and anything like that and it's um it's worse for people that play a multiplayer video game like path of exile where they can just be logged into game and someone can just message them in game and be like hey man i need help with this help me out and then they got to take time out of uh like they are just not streaming playing a game trying to relax and then they're like oh okay well i don't want to be a dick so let me uh write back the answer to that question and then that happens and that happens and that happens um and then say say like while you're streaming you get uh you get like a million of the uh the same question and that's expected then and then you stop streaming and you're still getting a million of the same question in like discord and uh like in game etc um it seemed really like uh the issue came from not setting boundaries like uh so mad specifically he was he was just always there for his community even when it was like hurting him um you know like say he'd get five messages in a row all asking the same question he's not streaming he'd like go and write an essay to each of them um which is like a really good thing to do as a streamer but also um it means zero zero free time like even when right. you're not streaming you're still having to be the streamer mm-hmm. and uh yeah. it seems you know now i mean watching the video um like i already kind of thought about it but not not really until seeing the video that it's super important to 
to kind of, I don't know, to have your own time that you're not streaming, that you're not talking to members of your community, stuff like that, um, that you really, like, this is a job where, uh, if it's a job, you normally go, like, nine to five, and then, uh, and then you, you're off and you don't have to do anything. Um, but, like, a streamer job is, you know, you do your... 95 streaming and then you're still there for the community answering questions maybe like modding other streams stuff like that it's mm. uh it's like even more of a full-time job than a full-time right. job right yep mm. well i think part of that might be because it's not like you know it's not a job that someone gives you it's a job it's it's a business it's your own yeah. business and that's pretty much any like anyone who runs their own business that's how it is like not necessarily yeah. like answering people's questions all the time but you're working astronomically way more than than just a nine-to-five job yeah you know so there's no it's kind of like you i mean you kind of have to expect that like when you're getting into it that if you do start building a community that people are going to want to ask you questions and talk to you on discord and you know make a connection with you you know, especially when you're at like a an intermediate like mm -hmm. level of streaming where you have, you know, more than 10 viewers and you know, you are actually building a community, you're part of a community, you're definitely going to have to like do that to succeed and to move forward. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It's it's needed to do that. Mm. Well, it's yeah, such a competitive like market too, you know. I mean, it feels weird to kind of say competitive with like just building relationships. But if you're not like interacting with your your community or hanging out with people, you know, I mean, grant larger streams are different, but for like small to intermediate to like kind of like you know up to like a hundred viewers, kind of people are going to look for like interaction. Like they've got to have it to stick around the community. I think uh, well, even, a lot. I mean, even up at couple hundred, couple thousand, like that's uh, yeah. that's who the the videos I've seen have been from. That's still mm -hmm. like they're that big, and they and people are still wanting that one-on-one -on -one interaction, That's which I can understand. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it makes more it, prevalent it, in that I think because people looking at those those type of content creators as you know someone who's famous or whatever. Um, it's even more you know, it's more beneficial or more influential on them or you know, something that they want to have more interaction with you as a as a person who's considered. An influencer or something like that right the more the more yeah the more followers or the more viewers that you get the more crazy that's going to become i can imagine yeah you just got so much more saturation right you got so many more people interacting with you right well that's kind of like i guess it's like a human trait where people are like attracted to that so like it's like the more success you have the more opportunity for success you get and so it's you know like i've noticed it not out of like any sort of like attitude or anything just noticed it that you know like the bigger streamers that have you know like why do people donate to the the streamer with 5000 you know 5000 viewers it's like you don't even get recognition from the streamer it's just your name pops up on the screen for a second like it's it's interesting to see like i guess the psychology behind that like people are inclined to donate to people that don't need it i guess well, I mean, in the sense, and this goes for smaller streamers too, like just the donations and viewership, like it, 
it's something I think they feel like they get value from. So like with people getting like the one-on-one -on -one interaction, they feel like they're getting a value. Um, you know, with larger people, the, I can't really answer to that one because I guess they want to support like a major creator. But when you're doing like exorbitant amounts of money, I think that's kind of odd to do because, you know, collectively as, as a viewer base, like I think they're well supported, right? But then, like, mm. I guess, like, people want to be noticed more mm. and yeah, provide like, subs more. pay their bills. They don't need the yeah. $1,000 donation. Exactly. Um, I know, like, personally, I don't really go around and support larger creators. I think probably the largest one I've supported has been Harris Heller. I've only mm. dropped him probably, like, $25. But it's like he provides, mm -hmm. he provides resources he for us. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And he's also featured me on a video, so yeah. So, so you got to get really? Yeah, I, I paid him off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what did yeah, he feature yeah, you because yeah. of your like your overlay and stuff? It was just a question question about like Twitch and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a Twitter post. So I I've also heard from, uh, I mean, you know, the the largest people I watch are. Uh, Quinn and Moon Moon. I don't support them at all. I don't really. I don't even. I don't talk in Moon Moon's chat. Uh, in Quinn's chat, I talk a little bit because like community of chatters, you know, still like know each other kind of thing. But I've heard from Quinn, not from Moon Moon, but that like when someone's giving you like a thousand dollars, it feels super weird, and you really like don't like it, and you got to sit there and act like. Oh yeah, thanks so and so for a thousand dollars, and then it's like another thousand dollars. Like, all right, thanks, dude. Mm. And it uh, it feels mm. like like really weird more than anything when you're like you're at the size where uh, people are throwing you like two dollar TTS left and right, and then someone mm. is uh, sending you like a thousand dollars. It really feels like a hey, notice me, say my name kind of thing, and it feels really weird, is what I've heard. Mm -hmm. And I I could see that. Uh, obviously not that size none of us are but uh <laughs> but i could imagine still, it feeling weird yeah i think it's still kind of the same concept though right like when you're um i guess because it's it's such a because it's something different to what the traditional work is like you know you go into your nine to five job and you work your seven hours eight hours nine hours whatever and you expect to be paid right you're coming into the office you're doing a job you expect to get paid when you're streaming, I know for me um, personally, it's like I'm I'm the type of person who likes to, um, I guess I kind of try and do things for myself, you know, get on with life in my own sort of, I don't want to rely on people if that's kind of uh, the, the right way to say it. And not that, you know, getting subs and things like that is relying from people, but for me it was, it was um, a little bit of a shock to get people subbing to you and stuff like that initially because it's like oh like it feels weird people giving you money uh initially because it's like you don't consider it to be your job you're not putting out Definitely, entertainment yeah. for people or whatever do you know what i mean so it's like it's it's a different concept because of you know how we think about the traditional work life um but you can still consider um you know content creators of that size you know that's their job right you know it's it is weird if someone gives you a thousand dollars yes but you are working you're not sitting around doing nothing you're putting in the hours you're putting in the effort that kind of stuff and if someone wants to donate to you to show their appreciation of you and your your work and whatever else that you're doing 
then you know i think it's okay right it's just you got to mm. get over that hurdle of this is a bit weird because i'm i i completely understand i'm still struggling with that whole thing it's just weird um right but when you think about the, the stuff that you're doing as work then it sort of becomes a little bit more normalized mm. if that makes sense yeah yeah so what do you think aiden do you think uh like so mad for example or so made i think i can't really read his name i'm awful at reading um it's it, do you it's think... said so mad like so mad. like you know okay. he, like he's angry at something okay so uh, you said like he's constantly you know like working on engagement was do you think he was doing that even to like non-supporters almost or you know oh well, yeah, yeah yeah that sounds it's bad just... but non-financial supporters yeah definitely literally just yeah anyone who's got a question for him he's going to take time out of his day and answer and then if like say he's logged into path of exile and he's not streaming he's still going to be sitting there answering questions as if he was streaming that's just... yeah it sounded like in the video that he just like completely burned himself out over yeah. what was it like seven eight years something like that yeah yeah, yeah. sound like super helpful dude but maybe like to his own detriment right definitely mm. to his own detriment yeah. yeah yeah it really made me look at it and go uh you know, like if if this is something I'm going to do for a long time that, uh, you know, learn from his experience of, uh, mm -hmm. definitely have a time where you're just like, Hey, I'm, I'm not replying to you guys. I'm sorry. Tomorrow this time I'll be back on. I'll answer questions like this is my time kind of thing. And he never, he never right. did that. But he also yep. said mm -hmm. there was no one, uh, like streaming before him kind of thing to learn yep. from. So he just kind of just went right. at like figured it out as he went and then eventually burned himself out after eight years of just always being there for the community right yeah, yeah. well i think well, I mean, I, go ahead me. Oh, go ahead. jesse <laughs> um i was gonna say like i mean i've i've had to uh work on that in in just regular life you know with friends and and family and stuff like I guess with within my circle, I kind of have a reputation for helping people and like, you know, because I have some some trade skills and stuff. So people ask me if I can come help them, you know, work on their house or come help them build a greenhouse mm -hmm. or, you know, help us change, do these floors or paint the paint or whatever. And it's like I, I started to kind of have to tell people, no, like I have to learn how to be like, you know, I can help this day and that's it. Like I can't keep on you know coming and coming you know because it yeah you, you burn yourself out and then you don't want to help anybody and then you feel bad you well, know? yeah exactly it's like you don't want to feel bad so i feel like you kind of catch yourself in a a lose-lose situation almost and it's hard to deal with that words you know, sometimes it's easier just to help the person out but at the same time right. you never get time for yourself and i think like as a content career i like with so mad like i i couldn't imagine that with that mean people you know because that would just be like constant burning and get no time I mean, for yourself. And it feels it feels bad to say no as well. It feels yeah. and it feels mm -hmm. bad to sit there and spend your whole day answering questions. Like it feels bad both ways. It's really not a there's no winning there. But there's always mm -hmm. somebody else that will say yes too. So that's also like yeah. a fear, I guess some people probably harbor. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like it's, it's like of, yeah. I, you know, while you're growing too, it's like, you feel like, well, if I don't answer this question and then this person goes and asks somebody else, it's like, am I going to lose them as a viewer? Like, are they going to like, be like, well, they wouldn't answer my question. I guess they don't, you know, they don't like the community. They don't like me. I would, 
you know, I'll just go hang out with somebody else. Like that, that kind of like you wonder that, like, you know, obviously, uh, you know, us four, like we don't think that way. If we ask a question like in chat or something on Twitch and it doesn't get seen, you know, we don't get butt hurt because we miss we miss chat all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. It's the nature of the beast. But we understand right. that because we're in that space, mm. right? Mm. And yeah. honestly, I think yeah. the like answering questions in Twitch chat that seemed like the not really the issue because that's like you're ready, you're there to sit there and answer questions, talk with yep. your community and stuff. It's just mm -hmm. continuing oh. that like once you end the stream, like doing that for like an hour or two or something maybe would you know that'd be normal. But uh, you know, imagine you ending stream and then still answering those same questions after stream for the next like five hours and then going to bed right yeah it's so, a lot. like it's a lot yeah yeah it seems like yeah. you really need to draw your own boundaries which uh i don't think a lot of people who are content creators do unless they're like yeah, the yeah. huge ones that just don't interact with the community at all well yeah, like, again it's kind of like it's it's kind of like a burn yourself out environment can you can you keep doing it because somebody else will so it's like if you're doing it as a hobby you know like um say like me where like i'm a father i'm full-time employee and i'm also making content like I, i've got to look at it as a hobby you know sure there's monetary gain but it's got to be um there's got to be time for me. Support. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. I think with anything like on the internet, like it, there's some detriment to it. Like just like some, there's good and bad. Like it's wonderful that he's doing, you know, engaging his uh, community. But at the same time, it's like that can be detrimental. Just like have just people playing games online with, you know, like they can be detrimental too. It's, it's such a weird environment online these days. Mm like i mean i don't know people's i don't know people's attitudes about things are just, things are just it's just weird like it's hard to understand why people act the way they do and like going into like the way people get so uh like butt hurt like if they're in your chat and and you like don't give them the answer they want to hear you know like I mean, we've all, like, heard, you know, dealt with this before, where it's just, like, you know, someone comes in, and they're, like, you're playing Minecraft, and they're, like, do this, and you're, like, no, I don't want to do that, and they're, like, why not? It's, like, because I don't, I don't want to do it, do it now. and then you never hear from them again, and it's, like, what? Yeah. It's, like, hey, uh, streamer, can we play together? <laughs> no, sorry, I don't, I don't have a server. Can you make a server? <laughs> just you know out of thin air please oh my <laughs> gosh when they have, like, tell you to host someone and like this morning just think that one guy was like please tell me please and we we're like oh, what? Yeah. i don't yeah, know what like, was that yeah 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 chat's so weird but at the same time there's like there can be like not chat as a whole but you know some people in chat are very odd and others are like incredibly toxic you know sometimes coming yeah. in yeah, but also you've got people who are like the complete opposite, right? As well, who are the most amazing, supportive people mm -hmm. um, right. that are you know on the other side of the world. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, and I think that's the reason why we all continue to do this, right? Because 
there is those elements of toxicity and you know people in everyone's chat because it's the internet let's be honest <laughs> you know there's always going to mm-hmm. be trolls and that kind of stuff but we also uh, managed to find some really amazing people and just like you know we've all found each other and things like that as well like you know you make friends uh which is which is really really cool and there's some some really some really good things that i think can also come of all of this as well which is super cool well i feel like it, it kind of depends on the community too like um I know as far as like Minecraft goes, at least for us, maybe because we're older and like kids don't want to watch us. Maybe not not the best <laughs> I mean, on kids, but you know. The, me old. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're, we're we're past the uh, you know the decades, you know, double decades. I think yeah. that's that range, a big but, part of us keeping our sanity. Is, yeah, as uh, it's not a hundred percent kids, it's like yep twenty five percent. But there's other communities mm-hmm. like you know Fortnite, Call of Duty. You know, where it's harder to get noticed in those communities. So I feel yeah. like a lot of people act out in those communities. I don't know. Oh yeah, they like free either like they uh they're one of the streamers that rages or mm-hmm. you know, the one of the streamers that's like super hyper the whole time. Yep. And it's like you're compensating for your lack of skill in the game trying to be Or you're you gonna know. have a niche, right? Yeah. That's yeah. It. But it's think, but it's cliche at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, think about the environment of the game too. Like, how do people act when they're playing with each other? Right. Well, and the, like that. I mean, can we just like talk about how toxic people are in games? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Play like, on. I've been playing some Call of Duty recently, and uh, both in just regular gameplay. Like, you know how I don't know if you guys have played Call of Duty. I'm sure you have, but how when you kill somebody. What's that? In the game, it was Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) When you kill somebody in the game, (laughs) if they have voice chat on, then you can hear them say something. Oh, is there like proximity chat? (laughs) Like if you kill them, and then like for a few seconds after you kill them, you can hear what they say. And the amount of times I've been called like racial slurs (laughs) and like all this stuff for just like, like, oh, I beat you in the, you know, I killed you. You're, I'm better than you, and you're just like so mad. And then <laughs> that's actually hilarious, though. <laughs> and then, like, even in 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 uh, game modes like Search and Destroy, where it's like you know there there's the attacking team and the defending team, and you have to plant the bomb or whatever. Like, some of the people will be like, it, it's just so funny, like the amount of people that just talk crap in those lobbies, like even on your own team. I mean, it's like someone's like, "Man, you suck at this game," and then it just goes off from there, and it gets into like a stupid like middle like... school. Yeah, it's a stupid exact same. middle school thing. Like it's like, oh my god. You do you remember like 2008 Call of Duty lobbies? That sounds like the exact oh, same man. thing. It doesn't. Yeah, sound I mean, like it hasn't changed. changed. One bit. It hasn't changed at all. <laughs> like the mm. game has changed and the game has evolved, but the same people that were playing it then are still playing it now, and they act exactly the same way. Yep. They're like 30 years old, and they're still calling people the N word in Call of Duty. Yeah. 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 Hey, I'll have you know I quit Call of Duty and went to Minecraft. Thank you. <laughs> I just Somebody, yeah, I used, to, uh, I used to play a lot of. Uh, well, I played a lot of Call of Duty and Halo, and then mm. and then I played a lot of uh, like Counter Strike, and uh, all of those. It was awful. <laughs> the amount of like it it was just racial slur after racial slur. Right. You're like, oh my god, all right. And then uh, 
And then I, TF2 was like that last shooter I played before I, I was done with it. And that was a that was nice. People are nice there. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I decided um, that's that's not the community for me. Have, have any of you guys played League of Legends? Oh God. I I have. I've played a I little bit of never, it. I don't ever again. Ranked, ever. Okay, ranked League of Legends is probably the yeah. most toxic game environment I've ever been in. Oh yeah. Heard, yeah, yeah, right. Like it is like you die once and they're like, okay, it's over. Let's surrender at uh, fifteen minutes. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like give what? up, give up, <laughs> give up. Well, yeah, it's basically like if you don't play perfectly your whole team right. is going to shit on you. And it's like, well, this isn't fun, dude. <laughs> like, no Well, it's like, way. I used to have, I used to play with, like, a couple of quote-unquote friends, right? This was when I was younger, and it's like, it I, it was when I was new at the game, so I was still trying to learn. I, I wasn't good. It take, it's got a really high, like, skill cap, right? Like, you, mm. there's a learning, really, really strong learning curve for that game. And... It used to be worse. It's a bit better now, but it used to be way worse. And they, he would just, they would get, they would get mad. They would get mad. Like, I, like I mess up or like I go the wrong way or accidentally, <laughs> you know, run into a bush that I shouldn't have run into. And it's like, there's no way for me to have known that. But then it's like, even people that I thought I was friends with were like toxic towards me. Yep. And it's just like a really, it's, it's weird. It like brings the worst out in people, games like that. It's actually yeah. this is a this is a moment where I'm about to go into the uh, the back in my day as the uh, probably I think the <laughs> oldest member in this call right now. Um, back in my day, <laughs> if you talk trash to your friend, you know that you're sitting right next to. We didn't have this to like you know the, uh, the internet to play on. We didn't, we didn't have that right. You had to you had <laughs> to sit your butt day. next down to your your buddy on your Super <laughs> Nintendo or PlayStation One. <laughs> Right, and uh, you had to uh, you had to look him in the eye when you when he ripped his tower out of his chest with Scorpion, <laughs> you know. But yeah, see, but even you'd that, be like, you'd even be that's like, better. Yeah, you but, like see them but, face to face. You're you're, right. you're like, oh, this is another human next to me. But are you going to talk yeah. shit because about you know you're going to get your you're going to get you're your get whacked. whipped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, people yeah. didn't, you know. They'd be like, oh man, good round. You'd be like, man. You beat me so good, and that was like that, right? Yeah. But it's like you don't get that internet today. And like another thing that's really weird to think about too is like the example Jesse gave, where like your own teammates would trash talk you. Uh, you know, back in my day, I used to play some sports. I could yeah. never imagine somebody on your team talking trash to you. Yeah. When Especially you're playing, you together, just right? feel awful. Yeah. Exactly, and I think. I think ultimately, like what it comes down to is, I think sportsmanship has kind of died in competitive like settings. Like they'll they'll promote in esports, but I don't think people really try to well, try to even set the set the bar for it anymore. Well, think well, think even, about the uh, the people who have tried to cheat in esports, or yep, they do yeah. cheat. But even in those esport team environments as well, like it's uh, it can be something that while it's a team game right you know you're playing league together or whatever um there are still people in that setting who are very me 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 focused right i'm going to be the star of the game i'm going to get the most kills i'm going to carry the team whatever whatever it's not we i've spoken to people um uh, in australia actually who um uh you know played in 
in esports. They played league, things like that, um, in the in the pro sort of circuit, whatever. Um, and basically, he told me, yeah, he was at he was at like a you know a streamer house and things like that. And it's very much like that, you know. If you're you know not practicing every day, someone's gonna be pissed at you because you know you need to be gaming every single day. You need to be at the top of your game so that you know the team can win. If someone's not doing it, then you're letting the you're letting everyone down, kind of thing. So it's it's like yeah, I feel the toxicity because of the like the high stakes. Everyone just wants to be the best, and it kind right. of brings out the worst in people. I think as well sometimes. It's definitely the the largest in games that have esports for that yeah. exact reason. Yeah. Like League of Legends mm-hmm. has esports, but because of that, even the like casual lobbies, people are like, "Well, maybe one day I could be in the esports, so I'm going to act like right. I'm a professional yeah. player." Well, it's the same thing with Counter Strike and like Overwatch too. Like yeah. WoW, even. <clears throat> yeah, WoW not as much though, because the esports for WoW is kind of right. Recently, but- actually, the esports for WoW has uh, really really gone down the drain uh yeah what are they esports to... for wow it was i'm uh, not even arenas. talking i'm not even there, talking there's... about esports so just top top rating you know just oh, there's, yeah. there's arena for for pvp but then there's also the the mythic dungeon international which is uh it's basically like which group can get this pve dungeon cleared the fastest Right, and it's, it's like, like a really an difficult, incredibly fight difficult dungeon yeah. kind of thing. But they just find but, the yeah. easiest Darky, way to cheese Darky it. Darky recently yeah. had to, uh, he had to quit uh, competing in WoW because Blizzard just uh, recently they took all of the like different cash prize pools, and then um, they're like, well, now there's there's only going to be one event that has a prize pool, and they didn't scale it up to like mm. to fit you know the, right. the amount of well, money they took out of it um so a lot of professional wow players had to quit because they're not making enough money to live anymore right yep oh, well damn. and and that's something else that blizzard did uh i think this was a couple years ago maybe 2019 uh in world of warcraft they had in the cash shop um a pet that you could buy or something like that and it said on the thing that the proceeds from that pet were going to fund the esports, right? The esports cash pool. But when it came out, like when they finally, you know, announced all the, the monetary, like, you know, prize pools and everything, it was like way lower than everyone expected. And it's because Blizzard like took a very small, like percentage of the sale of that pet in the cash shop and put that towards the thing instead of like, a majority of it or like even mm. half of it it was like 20 percent or something ridiculous like that mm. and was, so a lot of people was got the pissed proceeds, off about that you know <laughs> but it's like the way they but, uh, phrased it is it sounded like oh well a vast majority of this mm-hmm. is going to go towards the cash pool and it's like well i you know the, all the people that are interested in the esports cash pool or esports are like okay well you know i'll buy the pet to help out with that and you know yeah. about the the you know the players or whatever but gotta pay for their r&d you know (laughs) do they even uh recently you know how they uh they they recently even took the the amount of time you can pay for from like one month to two months it just seems like they're they're spending less and less money on their community and charging more and more money from their community Mm -hmm. seems like you can only you have to pay for two months at a time now 
Yeah, they changed it like a month ago. Well, that's actually yeah, one of the things. Um, Looking they right said, I, I saw it like in an article, I think, that Aspen Golden had pulled up. It was like Blizzard's lost 29% of their active player base since like some point, but uh, their revenue's up because they're charging more for, you know, cash yeah, shop yeah, items. Yeah, they're charging a lot more. People are so dedicated to the game. that That's what makes it really hard to get out of it. Is because you've right. invested so much time. Like my mm. play time, I think, was like one year for my character. But yeah, I had granted, a, I had a you know, really hard time quitting Realm of the Mad God. It was the same way. Mm. I, I mean, it's really any MMO that you get invested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you feel like you're part of that world. Like you know, you're really, you know, you know the ins and outs. You know, you know the fastest way to level a character and. You know, it's just, there's so many, you know, if you're all your friends play it too, then it's even more difficult to, uh, to get away from it. Well, I think it goes back yeah. kind of to like, if you've put that much time into it, you kind of stand out, right? Like I remember myself on my realm, I was top warrior, you know, mm. so I had best in slot and everything. And people would be like, oh shit, like, you know, how much do you play? And like, honestly, like I played the minimum because <laughs> like, I've got to eat, you know, and I got to have a yeah, house, yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. So You're like right. I would play in my free time, but I also have a girlfriend. Now it's like impossible with a kid and streaming. Like streaming mm-hmm. and a kid. Unless you stream no way. it, it wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to play it. Yeah. Exactly. And nobody watches it. Like half the half yeah. the viewer base on it is like embedded. That's been like Yeah, a, that's what I've heard, right? Yeah. So I mean Yeah, and then and then even like for the people that do watch World of Warcraft and it isn't just embedded like 90% of them watch the top 1% of streamers. Yep. Yeah. They so watch Asmin like, Gold and Soda Poppin' and that's yeah. about it. That's it, yeah. There, there's so many one-viewer World of Warcraft streamers, and then at the top, it's like 50,000 viewers. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's, I, that's crazy. I think it's I think, like... I think World of Warcraft is the most saturated, uh, the most saturated category, category on Twitch. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, with streamer? Yeah, yeah, the Possibly. streamer to viewer ratio. I think, mm, yeah, like sense. anything, though, like I was saying, the um, I think it's just about standing out. Like, people want to stand out and feel special. Which, I mean, I, I get it, but I think there's, like, an ongoing problem. Not just video games, you know, not just Call of Duty. Um, being the best in that, League of Legends or well. I think people just want to feel like validated and seen on even like social medias and stuff. It's just like right. people I think are looking for the wrong type of validation in life these days. Mm, yeah. And no one really talks about that. Like wrong sometimes type you of go validation. Being yeah. You, video game validation. Wrong. Yeah. I would say more so looking to others for your validation. I think there's a right. certain point where you need to like take a look at yourself and think what makes you happy. And I mean, look. I think that's been an issue for a while, though. Even before like games and stuff, people Fair. always are just uh, like basing their sense of self worth off of what someone else thinks of them. Celebrities, right? Yeah. You got a point. I think it's yeah. more, it's run more rampant with the internet, though. I, I think that's definitely, true, yeah. definitely, oh, yeah, and especially with these platforms where it's like possible to like blow up. Yep. You know, like with TikTok and YouTube and stuff where something can just go viral and then 
these people that have might not have any self-confidence at all now have millions of people looking at them and and you know a lot of those people are insulting them and all these things and it's like what how do you how do you deal with that blowing up like that if you have no self-confidence because it's a lot of them get imposter syndrome because of that yeah i've Mm, seen that that'd be a thing what is uh, what what is like kind of the definition of imposter syndrome? It would basically be like in a work environment even it would be like you get a role that you're really not fit for so you feel like you've kind of like you've been rewarded for something or earned something that you didn't earn. You know, you've been given even something that you didn't failing. earn. Even yeah. if you are fit for it, it's just yeah. if you don't think you're fit for it, you feel like you shouldn't be there. Yeah. Right. Right. And then it's like a constant sense of failure because you're thinking that you're not good enough for the position or the, you know, the fame that you may have or whatever. And it's like constantly just chipping away at your internal emotional state, you know? Yeah. Right. Makes well, everything right. super, super crazy. Well, typically yeah. like what I think, I don't remember what it's called, but when you like self-reflect and kind of like are very critical of yourself, it actually means generally that you're you're better at something than you think yeah. you are. Like you you mm. devalue yourself, and on the opposite hand, when you're worse at something but you think you're better, that I'm pretty sure that's like the Dunning Kruger effect. <laughs> yeah, Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's two different kind of spectrums. You, so you have you the know people, a little bit, and you're like, you think that yeah. you know everything, and then you start learning some more, and you're like, oh crap, there's way more to learn about this, <laughs> and then. <laughs> But I, yes, uh, I think what, what happens learn, is like the, the less I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have the people Dunning Krugers hating on the uh the imposter syndrome people. So like <laughs> it's just a weird kind of toxic yeah. pull and self-destructive cycle of yeah, social like media, I'm sure. The people that think they're like they, they learn a little bit and it's like they, they think that they know everything and then they're looking at these people that are way more successful than them and they're getting super pissed off because they're like well i know everything i'm doing everything exactly the same way mm-hmm. that they are everything i'm supposed to be doing mm. but you know it's like they've been doing it for three months and they don't know anything at all <laughs> yeah get some skin in the game you know <laughs> and like i mean i i uh going to like real like i mean the internet is real life but like going to <laughs> going to is like it? irl like work like job in person like when i was working in construction i saw that all the time like there'd be there'd be kids that you know they were like 18 years old they just got out of high school or just got out of you know welding school right because i was a you know pipe fitter slash pipe welder and um they would they were right out of school and then they were like well well why am i why am i only why am i starting at 15 dollars an hour like that's what great the crap that's great for out of school so well well i'm the best i like see they had they had this like big head like they thought they were like the best welder in the world like you know they're like i can weld anything and then, then they go to weld something and it looks like a dog took a crap on the piece of pipe like and then someone <laughs> smeared it around with a butter knife like that's what it looked like and it's like like that's gross but that's literally what it was and it's it. like yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. they might have had like you know been really good in an in a safe enclosed environment 
where they were in school and they could like, you know, take their time with everything. But once there was a little bit of pressure, it was all mm. downhill from there. And it's like, that's yeah. why you're only making $15 an hour. Speaking of um, butter knives and technology, you know, we're totally just talking about technology right now. <laughs> um, butter knives are pretty have you guys? Yeah, I mean, they've got, you know, chipsets and RAM and well, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what else does? There is, there is heated butter <laughs> knives, right? Actually true. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, but also, while, we, while we're talking about cutting-edge technology, <clears throat> has anybody uh, heard of a little old company called uh, SpaceX? NASA? No, never never Space heard of anything. Oh, these, these, these Do Dogecoin? Dogecoin? Have you, have you heard of it? <laughs> yeah, um, hmm. I don't know if you guys have been looking at the news, but this thing fascinates the shit out of me. They have now launched drones. Perseverance have launched drones on Mars. Um, and they've actually been able to record the first sounds from a spacecraft in space. So they've they've the the rover thing hmm. that's landed on Mars, whatever, had these little drones that are attached. I'm sure you guys have seen this, right? Um, no. And this little drone thing is you haven't. No, no I haven't seen slip it either. Under a goddamn rock. <laughs> I just live on Twitter. Yeah, no, no, fair. Yeah, yeah. But basically, um, the the rover has uh, microphones and stuff like that on it, um, and then I think the drone was like you know however many meters away from it. Um, but they were actually able to record the sound of the drone taking off and things like that, um, mm. which is pretty crazy. This is like they've made history, not only, you know, sending drones to, to Mars. Uh, and um, you can have a look at all these pictures that they've got. It looks crazy. Um, but they've also, yeah, recording sounds and videos and things like that. Apparently, they've got these little laser things on it that, like, shoots rocks and it um, analyzes the vapor that comes from them. And that's how they're doing their testing uh, and stuff like that from like the rocks on Mars and, and that kind of thing. Pretty interesting stuff. I'm, I'm kind of excited about the future. Oh, wow. Those are some cool looking, cool looking drones too. I've seen some pictures yeah. of it. The really kind of surprising thing about like Mars in general is that it just, it looks like Earth, you know, it's just like. It does, right? Uh, yeah. Except like, like a, a Mesa. Yeah, like yeah. a Mesa. <laughs> yeah, like a Mesa. There's probably like a, oh. you know, cave spire spawner in there or something <laughs> yeah, well you know yeah, you know that there uh, there is like frozen ice caps like water at the north mm. and south pole of mars which is interesting um yeah exactly that's that's what i've heard and that's what they're um they're trying to do some more tests on to see if there's any life in those bodies of water or bodies of ice and things like that right and right. did we talk right? about this before just stay i feel like i talked about someone like with this with someone recently mm, like maybe i didn't think it was with me maybe i'm just having deja vu but um Potentially. i remember talking about like um old water basically like they, they think there could be like life forms in those water and the mm. reason they think that is because um I think somewhere on earth there's like they found the oldest water in this like really deep hole and the bacteria had actually evolved to eat like iron and sulfur in the water. Oh, that's pretty I don't interesting. Remember where I heard this from, but like I feel like Could it was you imagine? This, this call. I've, I feel like I've, it's cyborgs though, like if they're eating like iron, eating iron like that. 
Yeah. yeah, I'm just like. I mean, is technology rising? <laughs> like, Fro frosted flakes have iron. Are we are we cyborgs? Maybe I mean, a little. Maybe. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, termites. I mean, they eat wood, mm, and they, true. you know, they digest wood. But wood's organic, you know. Yeah, that's true. But what's to say that um, iron well, and things I mean, like that is not organic as well, though, right? I mean, everything that's everything well, a, in the yeah, world that's definition. organic has iron in it. So, yeah, it's just what we perceive as organic versus not, right? Okay. Right. Well, there's a definition of organic, right? And that's uh, it needs carbon, or is that is that the definition of? Oh, that's matter, living? I think. Oh, okay. well, let's go to Google, boys. Yeah, for there, real. Have you guys heard of the? I saw like I don't even know like a couple years ago, I saw a um a documentary that was talking about how there could be, on like um, on some of the planets, in the solar system that have, uh, or planets and moons that have like pools of um liquid methane and things of that nature. There could actually be, uh, like, like fossil fuel based life that could have developed yeah. really which is super interesting yeah just because it's carbon based and yeah. then but they could they could potentially you know because like we're we're kind of like water based but then those that life you know could be what Methane we consider fuel fuel, yeah, fuel yeah. based um all right so what i said was kind of, kind of half true uh Light, life is carbon-based. Life is carbon-based. Oh, and organic okay. is something that's that comes from living matter. So all okay. things organic do have carbon, but one doesn't, mm. ne like, by definition, doesn't mean the other. Right, right. Because, you know, dirt can have, car is made of, has carbon in it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's alive. alive yeah. Music. Mm, okay. You actually yeah. reminded me, or I'm sorry, Jesse... Yeah. Sir, get my a, name right, sir. My Thank bad, you. my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> um, you reminded me of Signs, actually, because if I remember right, that's the Mel Gibson movie, right? Um, the aliens in there were carbon-based, and water actually hurt them. Oh, um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Crazy movie. But so they were like, they were like, they were like fuel-based then. Kinda. Like, or fossil fuel-based. <laughs> uh, there's a Throw word a for it. I can't him. remember. <laughs> I can't remember what the word is. Could you imagine that though? Like some sort of an alien life form finds us or we find them and they're just like what we think is fuel is what they're primarily made up of and, and vice versa. Like maybe their fuel is water as an example. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like could you imagine the like the juxtaposition of that? Like us being with them and like how we could interlock <laughs> Um, like we use them for fuel or they use us for fuel. Like, do you know what I mean? It'd be so weird. Right. Well, technically well, I mean, there is yeah, hydrogen, hydrogen that can be, yeah. there's hydrogen fueled cars, which is insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you're calling those people alien? <laughs> Maybe a I little. Mean, they're using yeah. hydrogen in their cars already. <laughs> I know, right? There's actually, yeah, have you seen some of the pictures, uh, Alex? Like, um of mars like uh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. some of the controversy on those at all some of the controversy, controversy. no 
So there's a couple of weird things that have shown up in these. I don't know. I don't have like a direct link that easily, but there's been stuff flying in the sky in a couple oh. of shots. Really? In 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 Earth or on Mars? Oh, on Mars. There's like little black specks in the sky. And um, this is this is shots that have been taken by. This is the recent ones, yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Let me see. So what if... they're saying is. Aliens. Conspiracy theories are in <laughs> the aliens. There's also a, there's months. a there's a YouTube channel that just popped up recently because I've been like looking up some stuff. Um <laughs> but it popped up, it's called Secure Team Ten, and they actually went over these like pictures. And uh Team Tin as in like tin foil hat? No, but that's funny. <laughs> 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 there you go. That's, Sorry, what was that? <laughs> that's actually legit. <laughs> I'll have to see if I can find these pictures real quick while we're talking. Yeah, I'm looking for them too. So, what have you been? What have you been looking up, Master? So you've been getting into some. Oh, that's weird. This picture one? looks like a structure. Oh no! Here we go. All right, let's uh let's drop that link. Let's see it. Stone object looks like a coffin, apparently. Looks like a coffin. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Very interesting. We'll put we'll put the link for this in the in the description. In the description. Yeah. Or possibly the picture might be on screen. Yeah, we can probably do that too. Yeah. It it all for people listening. All it is is like a picture of Mars's landscape, but it looks like something like there's a rock that doesn't look like a regular rock. It looks like a structure of some kind. But how small is it though? Because you don't really get a lot of scale from this picture. Right. Well, then, no, I no bet there's here. someone that can though. I mean, there's guys on like TikTok um, that can figure out people's height based on the stuff around them. There's a way to so, tell the scale of this. So it's saying that uh, the website says looks to be about three and a half, or three point two feet across uh, okay. and one point five feet yeah. wide and high is what it says, allegedly. Um, I reckon it's a rock. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it looks like a rock, but it's an interestingly shaped rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sus I mean, rock. But see, there's lots it's of things sus. that are. I mean, I mean, you're just walking along. You see an arrowhead sticking out of the ground. You see the exactly. one part of it, and you're like, "Oh, it's just a rock." But you know, in reality, that's a dang arrowhead. You know what I mean? Mm. But at the so, same time, you rocks can be triangles, and you could be like, "Look, an arrowhead," and it's just a rock. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. true. So here's the actual. Oh, okay, video. I found. I found the uh, the flying thing. Oh, you did? Okay. Oh, yeah. You. That's the video. Okay. Here, here's just a still picture of it. Hmm. Interesting. Who knows what that is? Yeah, it's. It... Could be anything. It literally like, could be anything. Yeah. I imagine it's like a bat. It looks like a bat almost. Mars bat. So, you know? so has I mean, like has that. NASA or the like the 
government like have they commented on this at all probably I don't just think like so. i don't know it's probably just a smudge on the lens you know <laughs> could be no, that doesn't move with the lens <laughs> <laughs> it's a piece of oh yeah i guess yeah. i mean the... it could be a moon i mean it could be a moon of uh mars in the uh, video discovered. did it move i don't i don't know if this has the video let me check real quick here, I've, I've got the video here too. Let me just. A 14 watch. minute video. They're pictures. I mean, it's no, pictures. they're pictures, in, yeah. In reality, like if you think about it, why would there not be. I mean, there might not be life on Mars now, but why would there not have been life on Mars? It's within the Goldilocks zone. You know, it's not too cold or too hot for life to exist. Maybe not the same kind of life that we have on Earth, but. What's okay. stopping it from from happening? You know. Well, on that note, I, I love feel that. like this the is a. Looks like... <laughs> yeah. On that note, let me take you into my subject for the week, which is uh, just UFOs. But I'll segue off of that. Uh, the Mars. Um, there's something totally unrelated, kind of, but this was actually declassified by the CIA, and uh, I'll take you back to the year of uh, 1984 on May 22nd. This is an early read, so. I suggest anyone that hasn't read it, read it. But basically what this was, I believe it was called Project Stargate. And this was like a little excerpt from it. And mm-hmm. uh, what they did was they would basically study like uh, astral projection. So no, like there's a, um, what's that movie called? Like those who make like goat scream or something, you know, I forget what the actual title, but it's basically about like psychic and, Astral projectal, astral projection with the CIA. Um, they studied it, and this is one Wait. of the things they did. Go ahead. Astral projection is that when you like put your consciousness in a different kind of yeah space? Kind of is that what it? It's when your when your consciousness leaves your body. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's like a form of astral projection where you would get like a piece of paper. And um, you, based on like the coordinates of that piece of paper, you would project to it. You wouldn't know what it is. I've, I don't know the exact term for this, but it's like a specific form of astral projection. And um, what they did was they had a bunch of coordinate, or they had a uh, separate like envelopes, and one of these envelopes had uh, coordinates, but the coordinates were for Mars. Hmm. So the the psychic or you know studied psychic would not know these cords. They'd be sealed and they would basically put them down and they would have to look into them. And, um, so on May 22nd, when that link, I, I linked you, the guy like starts looking into it and he, um, he kind of describes it. He says it's yellowish, it's ochre colored, um, the environment, he says it looks like some sort of pyramid, a large depressed area. And basically it's like, it's mountains of dirt and just smooth megalithic like things. And he just kind of goes in and describes this area. And eventually. Which, uh, which guy was this? Which participant? It, it doesn't have a name. It just oh, says okay. uh, the uh, subject. It's just like the whole document's laid out in subject to monitor. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting here in front of the names of all the people involved, but 
Oh, uh, really? I, yeah, I guess the uh, I guess the document didn't specify who was who. Yeah. <laughs> one one of the people just as a funny aside, uh, it it mentions that uh, he was a Scientologist. And then the last oh, no. sentence is, at the time, the CIA took him seriously. At the time. Oh, Lord. So this is a document that's been released? Yep. Yeah. By the CIA. I mean, you can okay. see the domain. It's legit from the CIA. But yeah, he goes, yeah it's... He basically goes it's... around, views stuff. There's, like, a bunch of structures that he sees, apparently, on Mars, because that's where he's supposed to be viewing and then he sees uh, this. He says, um, very tall people. They look thin because of their height and they dress like in light silk. Right? So it's like the typical definition of an alien. Yeah. <laughs> he said, they're ancient people. They're dying. It's past their time of age. So oh, it's like wow. a very, very but this is 1 million thing. BC, wasn't it? Approximately 1 million BC. Yeah, I think so. They just didn't really know what they were looking at, so it was like, it's a really that could interesting be interesting. Read. Yeah, because like if it's one million BC, then theoretically, you know, as with all of the things on Earth at that time, they become they you know died out and became fossils or whatever. So as we sort of explore Mars more and start to do some excavation, um, and some you know sort of more deeper dives into the actual planet itself, we may find that there is remnants of life. Uh, or at least some sort of um, fossils or some, some, something like that. That could be really cool. I mean, since or, it's in the Goldilocks zone, mm-hmm. and since there is water there, I think it's going to be more weird than not if there isn't uh, there isn't life. Like, yeah, I'd be more right. surprised if or we don't find a sign of life. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, and I mean, maybe not to find one. something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is something that is quite realistic i mean you know we're about to have people on mars within the next few years Mm -hmm. you know what if they saw earth and they're like look this planet's green our planet's dying let's just scoot on over yep well that's that's kind of the thing i think that was kind of like an undertone in that thing or document not thing but that was one of the undertones of it was like they were a dying people so it's like if they were dying out and they had you know advanced technology would they you know just hop skip and leap across the asteroid belt and go to earth so so are you saying we're martians possibly um there's actually something coming up soon i don't know you know who knows what it's going to lead to (laughs) now But um, I think it's in June. The Pentagon's going to release, uh, or it's either Pentagon or CIA. They're going to declassify more like UFO stuff, and uh, they've already done some. And the minute mm. that like we don't know what this is, there's actually a quote that uh, someone dropped. It's Alan Juliet, a former head of GGSE, which was a. Uh, I don't know what that is specifically, but it just says basically when we drop the military information, it's either because we think we cannot prevent it from happening or it's better to initiate than admit to having hidden it. So mm-hmm. because they initiate, you know, it's it's yeah. better than like having to be like, oh, yeah, we knew this all along, you know. Right. So, uh, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting that. when all that kind of stuff comes to fruition. 
on the similar similar note, the what was it last year? Yeah, it was the beginning of last year. The um, uh, the U.S. Navy released videos of UFOs on mm-hmm. Earth, and it was uh, and it's like from what was it from like spy planes or something like? I think it was jets, right? Like one of the fastest jets we have. Yeah. Well, I think it was like oh, a really? like the what what are they called the. One of the, I think it's like a spy plane, pretty much. But, um, see, there is videos of it. Uh, okay, yeah. So the the Pentagon released the the footage by Navy pilots. It's pretty interesting. But it, it, I mean, you can't see much. But it's like the the guys are talking, and they're like, "What is that?" And there's like this mm-hmm. little like black dot like that looks it's not like round or anything and it's like moving in like weird ways like there's no way it could be like a a man-made uh yeah object you know so there's also another one that exists uh of the same i guess like of the same declassification that i just found Mm -hmm. and it's like a night vision uh look at it Oh really? Yeah, it's like it's just like a triangle. Oh yeah, yeah. Flying through the sky. Mm-hmm. Can't tell what it is at all. Just just some triangle. Flying Dorito. A flying Dorito. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> it could be very aerodynamic. <laughs> Another interesting thing, because I've you know, I've gone down the rabbit hole because I've been up at like four AM because you know, screaming baby. <laughs> and like I'm just looking some of this stuff up because I, I heard about the declassification coming up and mm. I'm like that's really interesting so you know I go like an r slash alien and suddenly you know I'm going down a deep rabbit hole <laughs> and there's a post that takes me back to the year of 2014 which is linked mm. there and basically this is something kind of separate from just the whole like life thing like um you know UFOs but this talks about like alien abduction, but there's one key point in this post somewhere. Sorry, but, this, this last sentence, I, I, I scroll down to the end just to see. Yeah. Edit. No more questions. They are not happy with me. Sorry. <laughs> so a quick note on that is like when he talks about them or they talk about them, these guys are not malignant in any form. They just basically ask about life, you know, and they ask how everything's going. I don't know, like an informal interview. Like, hey, come up on the ship, hang out. You're going to be creeped out as hell and feel bad about it, but, you know, that's basically what the the post says. (laughs) But one of the things on here is it says, they will make contact with Earth on a wide scale in 2021. That is the year when they'll land here, colonize or whatever. I'm not exactly sure what their plan is. Um, 2021. The world world also ended uh, in 2000. Uh. All I'm saying is, this is from 2014. We're starting to get declassification. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I know. It's just mm. a little bit weird, and they talk yeah, about July. Oh, yeah. you, you're lining the, the dots of the stars. You're oh, yeah. Them all. Yeah, yeah. So he says July 8th or July 18th. But yeah, it's like, okay. it's kind of random, though, right? Because you would see this post and be like, 2021 and 2014? Like, yeah, okay, why not now? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But now we're looking at it and we're like, oh, 
Yeah. Okay. It's actually Yikes. 2021. Yeah, but it's funny. it's interesting though because like you know if that was a plan and you know there has been like some cooperation with the governments and you know intelligent life and like the intelligence life's like hey it's about t- it's about that time you know like we we come and the governments are like well we can't stop them so you know <laughs> we go back to that that one comment you know i feel like that guy in the meme you know who's pointing at the map with like the uh the string, you know, just put like a map with string and everything, like conspiracy me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told but, you man. so. It's just but something. I mean, the, Go ahead. I was going to say like the likelihood that there, like it's, it's far more likely that there is intelligent life than there isn't, you know, besides us. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. With how vast the, uh, the universe is. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, well, I'm just thinking on on that wonderful note and on those wonderful topics that we've just covered, we're probably about at our uh, hour mark. So, yeah, I got one thing real quick. Um, to the yeah. lovely audience out there, if you could in the comments or, you know, or just let us know however, Carrier Pigeon, do you think intelligent life would be toxic in video games? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. 